Good morning. It is Monday, June 29th, 7.49 a.m. I hope y'all had a good week. I know I did. Things are improving in my life, and I hope they are in yours, too. Lavinia is sitting on my lap, just purring away. She's very happy. I went to bed like at 9.30 last night and woke up at 7.30, so feeling pretty well rested. I had to give myself a total reset this week and just make a concerted effort to sleep more <laughs> and not push myself so hard like working all the time. So that's been great. I really needed that. Um, I've been sewing by hand this suit that is made out of arsenic dyed jacquard fabric. I know I've, I've blabbed about it before, but the fabric is from the early Victorian era and it's lined with cotton from Taylor. I'm actually almost done with it and it's really exciting. I only have to install the shoulder pads and do some trim on the jacket and then hem the pants and I'll be wearing that thing every day. It is so cool and I'm so excited. And then I'm going to make another suit. I have two other suits that I want to make for myself, hopefully to wear every day. So yeah, that's been great. Um, and giving me some purpose so yeah the neighborhood there's still a lot of um, fireworks kind of I noticed they start right around nine or so and they last for hours they're super loud like house shaking I don't know why they continue to do it. The thing that I'm c concerned about is if they keep doing it after the 4th of July, then I'll really know something's up. I'm a little concerned about something, you know, catastrophic or something happening on 4th of July. Um, I plan on going to a, a march or a protest of some sort. <laughs> um, that's going to be near City Hall. But hopefully it'll be safe. It may not be safe. Everyone's encouraged not to bring fireworks, which sounds pretty smart to me. Yesterday was Pride, the 28th, and I did not go out to the Castro, but I heard that a dance party erupted, which to me, I, I have mixed feelings about that just because coronavirus, <clears throat> excuse me, has spiked so much. So I wish that I could have gone to the festivities, but I'm also glad that I didn't get that exposure. Because, um, you know, 
unless everyone's dancing in a synchronized line, like aerobic style, like six feet apart from each other, there's, there's probably like a chance that there's some physical contact. You know what I mean? Um, what was it? I met Irina at the Horsey Bar, Horsey Cuckoo Bar, whatever that place is called on 19th. And I think I had three glasses of Syrah. I was in the mood for red wine as usual. And she had like a sparkling rosé. And we were out there and we were watching people walk back from the Pride event. And it was so weird. There were these two women. They had little razor scooters that they had decorated with all this pride stuff and they were dressed in like you know typical pride gear I, I would say like straight girl pride gear you know like like a haphazard sparkly homemade outfit made out of you know sequined fabric etc and you know they had their signs and slogans and there was a lesbian woman who was sitting at a table adjacent to ours and who as these women walked by she said happy pride and they just ignored her I was mortified I wanted to chase them down and tell them to fuck off and make her make them go back and and say happy pride to her I was like what what is this but it's so it so typifies certain aspects of of the pride of the pride event like you know you have these these people like getting all dressed up usually they're not gay going to pride enjoying the festivities um you know really like into their signs and their looks and then when they're confronted with an actual gay person they can't even give them the time of day i'm just like you guys are in a bubble get your own damn parade you know what I mean? But such is life. Such is life. So, yeah, that was something that I've seen that type of thing happen before in in the neighborhood. And, you know, it's it's just so it's just so typical of like San Francisco white culture. You know what I mean? Just really in love with itself and its slogans and its signs and loves performing, you know, activism and radicalism. But then, you know, after the designated time, once, once you step away from the parade or protest, you can go back to being a bitch. Um, so that, that summed up a lot for me. So for those of you that got to celebrate pride and were able to attend a festivity. I hope that you guys were safe and that you had a lot of fun. Um, I have a ton of books left. Andrew is leaving town in about 10 days. I'm going to try to hustle as many books through my shop that I can this week. Um, gather some things together to sell for donations. There's only two days left in the month, including today. And 
that's been going really well. I'm happy to see people step up. There's a lot of great causes out there. That's one thing I'm finding out that there are so many organizations that are in need of our help, that need our money. And one of the things I noticed is that my customers, even though they're not wealthy or anything, for the most part, as far as I know, they are able to donate a lot, which is really great. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the platform and I'm grateful for like the wake up call too. You know, there's a lot of people hurting out there who really need our help. So So COVID is definitely still a thing. Um, San Francisco has 3,515 cases, uh, 50 deaths from the virus. Uh, we have a, that's, I think, still fairly low. Our population is 888,000 people. I was looking over at Houston's cases, Harris County, were is the county that I'm from in Houston and they have like 30,000 cases and I'm not I forget the amount of deaths but Galveston which is a small island it has 50,000 people on it they have almost as many cases as San Francisco they have 2,900 cases glad I moved from Houston when I did man um there's there are so many cases in Houston right now um, that may be the new hotbed compared to LA um, all bleh, the hair salons and businesses like that were set to open today and the mayor London breed has has stopped that and that's actually a good thing um with the spike in cases they're they're not from protests they are from people having parties generally speaking so that's kind of an interesting finding i i'm a little cautious when i've gone to a protest when when people kind of push closer in that's when i leave because i don't want to break the social distancing and now I'm used to it so I usually will stay for like an hour or two and then it just when people just start pressing in like that I get kind of scared um, one of the good things is that Salvation Army opened near my house they reopened uh, Friday and I went there with Kirsty. We waited in line. I knew there was going to be a line. Um, and there was a very pretentious 90s millennium, quote, vintage dealer couple, a couple, you know, a couple paces ahead of us. There were, there was one group of people right before me and Kirsty and then them. And they, it's like this certain type of vintage dealer that I just, I just don't mesh well with them. Let's put it that way. 
Um, I don't, I don't get along with very well, um, which is fine. You don't have to get along with everybody, you know, um, but they, it's a certain type of, they have this aesthetic that just like, I don't, I don't care for. It's like, they dress like 50 year olds who've lost the will to live. And, you know, it's just like medium wash denim Kirkland signature jeans that they think are ironic, but they really just look horrible on everybody. And, you know, their little baseball cap. And then like, usually the man is wearing like a woman's raincoat from Chico's or something like something really boxy, weird, like woman's larger sized coat. It's weird. Um, and they had a dog who they, they had, it was like a small little, like a pug or something. The dog was cute. And I overheard this in the lines. This is how I know this. Um, they named it Barbara, which I, I thought was like, Oh, you're so ironic. Um, and they'd put Barbara, the dog in one of these, like a little, it's a, it was like an LL Bean canvas bag that had the short handles. So it would normally in normal use, it would be used as like some old biddies, like kind of like mixture between a tote bag and a purse, but the handles were too short for a tote bag. You know, the one, so they put their dog in this and I was just, I was like, if I were that dog, I would be like biting their fingers. Like, no way are you going to put me in that fucking bag? Um, because it's uncomfortable. Like those bags are made out of stiff canvas and also impractical as a dog bag. They did not think it through. And I always love busting people on that shit when they are like trying to put something together just for the sake of how it looks. And it actually is not useful or practical like that like form over function and it doesn't even look that good you know what I mean oh my god I really honed in on that bag because like the dog's body went above the like the breadth of the straps because it has those tiny short handles and so you couldn't even put your hands through the bag to carry the dog it it was so ridiculous. I was like, you guys, you guys got it all wrong. I mean, anything pretentious just sets me off. And I thought that was just the ultimate in pretension. Also, at the expense of a little dog's comfort. And the boyfriend or husband apparently thought that everyone was there for his, you know, to see him or something. He walked by us and he's like... The store opens at 10. And I said, yeah, I know. I got here early. And he's like, it opens at 10. I thought it opened at 9.30. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not here to have a conversation with you, Sonny Boy. I'm really not. I, I almost feel bad for self-absorbed people when they have to deal with me. Because I just don't have the interest or, you know, I I do my best to be polite. But when they take polite, when they mistake politeness as my desire to converse with them, then I have to just shut them out. 
So we get into the store. Everything's great inside the store. Um, I don't really find any clothes that are good enough for the customer. So I move on to housewares and I find a lot of good things. Kirsty found some nice glassware as well. She left a, a little bit earlier than I did. And the pretentious couple, they were loading up on like all these ugly parkas and like Walmart t-shirts like... You know that you know what I'm talking about, right? Like there, it's like a certain look where you look like an overgrown child in the '90s, like in in like a forgotten suburb somewhere. Um, just it's not to me. It's not really to me. It's not fashion. It's not even style. It's just I don't understand who buys it. I don't understand who buys it. Someone who fetishizes like their spoiled childhood maybe I really try to figure it out I'm like and obviously it's something that you can easily find that's plentiful at a thrift store like if it's that plentiful at a thrift store why why don't they just buy buy it at the thrift store like you know the customers and I'm like, it always blows my mind. Like, how do they end up making this sustainable? You know, like reselling the just least attractive items ever. Um, People fetishize like weird aspects of the 90s and they always get it all wrong. But it's still fascinating to me just as, as someone who's also a vintage seller. Like I'm always looking for things that are unusual that hopefully the customers would have a hard time getting anywhere else. Um, I always look for things that would make the customers look more beautiful when they wear them or help them feel more beautiful at least, you know, eye of the beholder. Um, So yeah, it really does blow my mind. Does anyone have answers? (laughs) Um, I've definitely worked with, I've worked closely with, with people that have that particular quote aesthetic they love to use the word aesthetic and I think maybe their overuse the word makes up for the lack thereof you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so that is one thing I don't miss about thrifting is that particular type of person and I definitely hope they find their own style for sure I do, I do miss thrift shopping. It was great to go, go thrifting on Friday. I'll probably go back after I finish shipping today. Ugh, shipping. Not my cup of tea, but it must be done. Um, because it takes up the whole day, it seems. But, you know, that's the only way the customers will get their items. So... Yeah, this was kind of a short episode because I've got a ton of stuff to do. I've got to finish that suit. I can't wait to wear that suit every day. I'm so excited about how it's turning out. And it feels really good. And I want to encourage you guys, like even if you're not crafty or or anything, if you can just take the time. If there's one one thing that you're good at that you know you can do really well, do that for yourself. It really helped me this week. Do something really, really nice for yourself that would normally be the kind of thing that you would do for others. 
do that for yourself. It, 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 you know, it's something we don't get the time to do on a daily basis just because life and being too busy, but it helped me a lot. Makes me want to do more things for myself. (laughs) Um, But you know, one day at a time. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Stay safe. Stay inside when you can. The virus is still out there. It's not over yet. Keep fighting racism. Be anti-racist every day. Black Lives Matter. Bye-bye.